Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wolf on the Z, 92.7. Worldwide of the all-new MeansBigZ.com. 65 degrees. Senator Eric Brakey joins us now. Right in the middle of the special session? Is that is that going on currently? Is that a... Yesterday it, was the first day, and as soon as we're done with this interview, I'll be jetting up to the State House to take on for the second and hopefully final day. And good morning, Matt. It's, it's morning. great to be on The Breakfast Club good with you. To, good to have you back on. Um, let's let's discuss... Um, you know, the uh, the is this like going to is this like going to summer school a little bit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is really what's happening right now. It, you know, it feels a little bit like that. It feels a little like we didn't get our work done during the regular school year, so here we are during right. in the summer to, to finish things up, make up that credit. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I can I can see where it would totally totally feel like that. Uh, what are some things that have gotten accomplished uh, in special session here so far? Or well, looking to get accomplished. Well, thankfully, since we came in yesterday, we've actually been moving at a pretty brisk pace, and I hope that that keeps up. I'd love, I'd love for us to be finished today, uh, though it may go on tomorrow and the rest of the week, depending on on how quickly we continue moving. But already, we in the Senate, uh, we uh, in a bipartisan way unanimously passed tax conformity. This is was a this was actually a big divisive point between the uh, Republicans and Democrats. Over the, over the last year, tax conformity, basically, how do we conform to federal law as far as our tax policy goes? And there was a concern that if we didn't conform, we could be seeing huge tax increases on Maine people uh, and also potentially, um, uh, if this got delayed much longer, a lack of ability for people to even have clarity on what they were going to have to do for their taxes uh, in the upcoming year. So uh, thankfully, we got that passed, and there's some good things in that, some compromises that were made. Uh, but that, uh, but no taxes are going to be going up on on any main people or, or main businesses, which is which is a very good baseline. And a lot of people are going to see some tax relief as well, which is uh, always good news. Um, medical marijuana. There was a big uh, omnibus bill uh, that was going through, and it kind of got stalled when when everything uh, shut down. Uh, what's the status of that right now? Yeah, this is one of the bills that was caught in limbo, and I'll say as the chairman for the Health and Human Services Committee, I have done a lot of work over the last year with my committee on reforming the medical cannabis program, essentially to make sure that the program is working better for patients and pe- people in this program, people who are operating as good faith actors and, and helping to give patients access to their medicine, while putting some uh, some more... Uh, safeguards in place to help ensure that stuff isn't being diverted into the black market or across state lines. So that's something we're trying to do to improve our medical uh, cannabis program. It's actually a rare case where we've gotten so many of the stakeholders together in agreement around the table around this issue uh, between folks who are in the caregiver side of the industry and folks on the dispensary side of the industry. You know, sometimes these groups fight like cats and dogs, but we actually got people together along with patients to get some really good things accomplished. This has been caught in limbo uh, for the last two months while we've been out of session, but I'm hopeful that we will come in and finally get this done today. We're talking with Senator Eric Brakey. We'll have more on the way. Mains Big Z, 9278, 15, 65 degrees. Um, hanging out with Senator Eric Brakey this morning before he heads on up to a uh, special session. 
Do you grab breakfast before that? Like, is that... Do they have breakfast there? Like, if you miss any, do, do they, like, leave donuts laying around or something? Like, I feel like there's food, like, constantly strewn about. There, there is often a, uh, in the Hall of Flags, a table full of, of uh, donuts and pastries. Yeah, oh, yeah. That it, different organizations make available, but that's that's of course very very dangerous. I try yeah. not to oh, yeah. stumble, like, yeah. stumble over there too yeah. often. That is that is probably I'd probably just avoid that entire whole thing. So that's probably the way to go. You know, we talked a little bit about some of the things you're dealing with and tackling up at a special session today. Let's talk about some of the federal issues. Uh, President Trump said a couple of weeks ago uh, that uh, he was basically down for decriminalizing marijuana on a federal level. How does that affect things here in Maine, especially with all the stuff going on right now? Well, you know, isn't it amazing, considering all of our past presidents, that uh, that Donald Trump would be the one to finally say, let's uh, let's let the states decide on, on marijuana? I, I wish I could have taken bets on that years ago. Like, we're going to have five <laughs> you presidents. You could have made a killing. Okay, like, <laughs> what would you have put the odds at? Like, a million to one, maybe? It's pretty wow. crazy. It's so this is something I've been advocating for a very long time, which is basically to follow our Constitution. Our Tenth Amendment says that those powers not expressly delegated to the Congress belong to the states and the people. And if you look in our federal Constitution, nowhere in there did we ever give Washington, D.C. the authority to determine the legal status of a plant, which is what they've been doing for the last close to 100 years with, 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 with cannabis. Uh, so this should rest as a state-level decision. Now, here in Maine, the main people and the main legislature, we we have established our laws on this, both as far as medical cannabis goes and, and adult use cannabis. Um, that should be our right as main people to set our own policies. And look, if states like Mississippi and Alabama don't don't ever want to uh, allow for medical cannabis or adult use cannabis, that's fine. They don't have to. But here in Maine, we should be able to set our own policies. Maine people know Maine best. The city 500 miles away doesn't. And one-size-fits-all solutions for, for all 50 states coming from Washington, D.C., that doesn't work. It hasn't been working. We need to, we need to let the states decide. What um what do you make of all the stuff uh, in in the news lately uh, uh, with immigration and stuff at the border and and all of this? Um, yeah. It seems to be a, a lot going on. Yeah, there is a lot going on. You're absolutely right. It's uh it's 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 kind of the lead story everywhere every day right yeah. now. It seems. Well, first first let's start with something I think that most of us we can all we can all acknowledge is we should all be uncomfortable and I think we all are uncomfortable with the idea of the federal government taking kids away from families. Uh, regardless of your political view, whether you're right or left, I mean, that's something that we should all all be uncomfortable with. In any situation. It, yeah. It, in any it, situation it, at all. Right. In any situation, barring a situation where it, it is clearly for the best interest right. of the child, like there's child abuse mm -hmm. or something going on there. Now, um, so the question is, if we can all recognize this is a, not a good policy, the question is, how do we change this policy? And so... We have to look at, okay, what are some of the underlying contributing factors for why this policy is in place? And there's two, from what I can see, there's, there's two big ones. Um, and the, uh, those reasons are, one, on, in federal law, there is a 20-day a limit for how long you can hold kids, where there isn't that limit for, for holding adults. So if a parent comes across the border with a kid and they're uh, found crossing the border illegally and that person is arrested and you take the kid with them, now they enter a process if the person is seeking a, uh, says that they're seeking asylum, that process can take longer than 20 days, in which time that person is, is held um, in, a, in a detention facility. 
Now, you can't hold the kid there for longer than 20 days, and so it's kind of created a situation where if you come across the border with a kid, you either separate the families, which is not a desirable outcome, or you have the old policies of catch and release, where you catch someone and you say, okay, here's a court date, now go off into America and come back for the court date, and people don't show up. And so neither of these are, are desirable. So we need to either... These are the two solutions right now. This is what we've worked up after all of this. Under, under, under... This is, this is the best of the best right. is what got settled. So there's a big bill in, 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 in Washington, D.C. by Dianne Feinstein that, you, you know, every Democrat, including Angus King, has signed on to, which would effectively, from what I can tell, would effectively make it impossible to police our borders completely. It would basically make kids a uh, get-out-of-jail-free card. You bring a kid across the border with you, and you're not going to jail. You get out of jail free because we can't separate people. So what we, what we need to do is we need to find ways to expedite this process of, of asylum seeking. And that mean, maybe means we need to hire more judges to, to process these claims a lot quicker so that we can get, get this done within that 20-day window so we don't need to break up families so, so that we can end this policy completely. And the other thing that we need to do is we need to, a lot of the facilities that, we, that are, people are being detained in aren't set up for families. We need to, we need to look at having more facilities that, that, can, that can accommodate families so that you don't have to break these families up. But you can also enforce our borders. We are talking with Senator Brakey. We'll have more with him on the way. Time for sports, 828, 66 degrees on the Z. At the all-new mainsbigz.com, 834, 67 degrees, hanging out with Senator Brakey before he scoots on up to Augusta for special session, day two of the special session. So if you go back for day three, do you call that the trilogy? Is that, is that what you would, I would do that. I think we could refer to it as a trilogy. I think you, I think you could. could make a certain epicness to it. <laughs> for 2018. Hopefully that the third one is the one where we throw the ring into round right, yeah. doom and be rid of it for all time. Yeah, hopefully it's like, you know, you kill the emperor and go celebrate with Ewoks or something. We should bring some Ewoks up special for that. That would be great. Um, you know, kind of touching back here on some of the federal issues uh, we've been talking about. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on the latest here with, with North Korea, uh, with, with all of the uh, events recently? I've, I've got a lot of friends of mine who spent a lot of time out in Korea during the military, and it was definitely not one of their, their best experiences. So uh, I... This one's a little close to my heart, I think. Yeah. You know, this has been amazing to watch. And President Trump, for all his his faults and all the ways people can criticize him, I think that the way he has handled North Korea has been absolutely masterful. Now, he's certainly unconventional. He's done this in a very unconventional way. But the policies of the la the conventional policies of the last half century that we've seen with North Korea obviously haven't worked. So what President Trump did was he injected some chaos into the situation. He started dropping Twitter bombs. He started elevating uh, the pressure on North Korea to, uh, to come to the table. And they came to the table in a big way. I, I, I know that you know, we just this, uh, recently we, it was just the first meeting of, 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 of Kim Jong-un and our, and our president. Uh, hopefully it will be the first of many meetings, and hopefully we will continue to see progress happening. But these are historic times we're living in. And, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating to see so many people kind of fall on this issue based on their, their, their partisan loyalties. You know, you have folks on one side uh, saying, you know, loving it just because it's President Trump. And you have folks on the other side hating it because it's President Trump. But really, if we are, if we are interested in what's best for America and what's best for the world, we should be rejoicing at these peace talks. This is certainly, uh, I will certainly take a president who will engage with people and, and negotiate peace 
over any president like we've had in the past, taking us into needless wars. And President Trump has really proven himself, and I commend him for it. We are talking with State Senator Eric Brakey. We'll have one more segment with him on the way. Maine's Big Z 927. You're going to have to try another day for that. But anyways, no, that will not be happening. There will be all sorts of stuff happening over there, though. Adam Platz came in to talk to us about it. You can find those two interviews, mainsbigz.com. Again, that'll be this weekend. Not sure if there are VIP tickets left. If there are, you have to buy them now. You can't get them same day. They'll be down at uh, Smart Pain Park in Lewiston on Saturday. Uh, VIP kicks off at 12. We'll be there broadcasting live starting at 11.30 right here on Maine's Big Z. Right now, wrapping up with Senator Brakey so he can get up and complete day two of uh, of special session up in Augusta. I'm amazed that these things, like, all the stuff that gets kind of left, like, you guys can get through it in three days, but, like, there was stuff up there for weeks. It's like when my kids put off homework assignments and they're like, you know what, I'm going to do it the day before. I'm going to do it the day before. Like, it's weird. It, it How cer- does that work? It certainly is. I, I will say though that there is a there is an element of, you know, during these these last two months, people haven't been just sitting on their hands. Well, There's been a lot of sitting on pe- people's hands, but there have been negotiations going on, trying to trying to come to some agreements on some of these issues that have been sources of conflict for the uh, for the last two months. So when we when we get there, things are ready to go and ready to vote on. Well, and that's what I, you know, I just feel like sometimes there might be some wheel spinning because you're waiting for other people to do other things. It's like, you know, you're trying to finish off a house, you're waiting on the floor guy to come in to, or the electric guy to come in, but the plumber still has to come in and you're like, whatever. There still is plenty of that to be certain. Uh, Let's talk about this IG report uh, from, that came out last week. Read some interesting things on that. Some interesting takes and point of views on that from around the spectrum. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this, this IG report really has been earth shattering. Um, it's it's actually it's very disturbing when you when you actually read it and understand it and understand what's being said there. I mean, the key thing to understand is this IG report is essentially like it's essentially like an HR document for the FBI. This is not necessarily intended for public consumption. It's a public document, so anyone can read it. But this is intended primarily as an internal memo. So it's it 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 is not it doesn't have inflammatory language. It doesn't it's not intended to kind of drum things up. It's supposed to help kind of internal document to help reform problems that have existed in the FBI that they've identified. And so the fact that it is as scathing as it is says a lot. It's becoming increasingly clear that there was an effort by high-level FBI officials to influence our 2016 presidential election in in the favor of Hillary Clinton biased against candidate Donald Trump. And it is also becoming increasingly clear that those efforts to undermine Donald Trump did not end when he was elected. It is increasingly clear there was a, there was there was an article in Politico just the other day that um, uh, is very sobering. That even even a lot of the mainstream media is beginning to recognize uh, that uh, that this is going on, and perhaps this has even infected this whole Russia probe that we've been going through for the last year that we've spent millions and millions of taxpayer dollars on that the media has spent countless attention on with, with scant evidence to back it up. Um, it's, it's looking increasingly clear that some of these same problems that have, that have been in the FBI uh, for, for the, uh, through, through the election are, are, are involving this. And the sad thing about beyond anything else, beyond where you fall on politics, whether you support the president or don't support the president, this is more important than any of that. We entrust 
these unelected agencies with incredible power, incredible power. And that power is being abused. It's being abused against the American people, against the American public. This is, this is very disturbing, very troubling. And whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, independent, whatever you are, it, when we allow unelected bu uh, government bureaucracies to run amok like this, to abuse the trust that we, and, and power that we've invested in them in, that is very dangerous for our country. This is something that we need to take very seriously, and we need to, we need to route this out and make sure it doesn't happen in the future. It's been going on for years. Hopefully, it gets somebody's attention. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> sorry no, to end on such a serious. Well, it's true note. though. You know, it's still my favorite meme of all time is the one, uh, uh, the picture of Santa Claus knows when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake. Something about being an NSA agent. You know, <laughs> like same thing. I have right? heard. I have heard. They that, just heard that. that. Rumor They're coming that after me now. Santa. Good. Santa has sources in the NSA. Right. <laughs> Probably does. Probably. I mean, that would. They, they need to do something the rest of the year, right? I mean, Christmas is once a year. Like, I picture they probably ramp things up around November up there, and then put through. <laughs> That'd be a heck of a thing in capitalism. It'd be weird. Talking uh, with Senator Eric Brakey, he is on his way up to Augusta for the special session. I will let you get up for that. Avoid flag row. Okay, you've made good progress. I know you've been, you know, and also hit the campaign trail, everything too. I'll I know there's a the lot of exercises. Just avoid the donuts, let the pastry set aside, and, you know, it's all right. Okay. You can say, no, say, hey, uh, just, you know, tell me you got an allergy or something. It's fine. More <laughs> Thanks, of the way. Matt. Good to see you. More of the way. Made some big Z927. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.